Hi, this is John St. John. Yes, I'm the voice of Duke Nukem. I'm here to kick ass and listen to the Game Fix podcast. And this time I'm all out of asses. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Let's go play this! Let's go play this! another edition of the game fix podcast i am spanish and i am verlaine you can check us out over at our website mm-hmm. gamefix.ning.com and our live stream at least once a week for this podcast that you're probably listening to right now over at twitch.tv slash game and of course follow us on our social media at game fix show you can pretty much find us on all of the social medias just check for that at game fix show you'll find it you'll, you'll find us next Yellow pages. The yellow pages is the next step. We're going to make some money. We're going to, yeah, probably not. That's probably not what we're going to do. But anyway, uh, this is a packed packed show. There's a lot going on in this show. I'll get, we'll get right to it. Uh, just so you know, there is some things we want to get to. Uh, th- there's actually a new Star Wars game and not the one that you're thinking of. Uh, something that me and Verlaine actually saw on the interwebs and we want to kind of get into it a little bit more. Uh, also, uh, is artificial intelligence making video games now? That's... Uh, why not? Why not? Right. Well, I think I think we're kind of at that point. I think I want to know a little more about that. Uh, and then at the end of the show, we have a review, a movie review from our very own Bruce CB from Boston, uh, and uh, he is uh, he is going to, to give you a review of the new movie. It. Very cool. Yes, that guy. Yes, that guy. So, uh, but before we do all of that, instead of starting the show like we normally do, what we're talking about, we actually have a guest. Uh, and we want to get right to it because it's something that we actually we actually met her uh, at a uh, at the Columbus Comic Con this past couple this what month ago something like that. Uh, and uh, well, her name is Leslie O'Neill. Uh, she is the destination sales manager for for the Akron Summit Convention and Visitors Bureau. Whew, I hope I got that right. <laughs> Leslie, how you doing? <laughs> Hi guys, how we doing? We're hey. do- we're we're doing okay now. Um, uh, a couple of things kind of caught caught our eye when it came because uh, you, you you were at the convention. We we said hi, and uh, it kind of blossomed from there. And we finally got you on the show. Uh, but really, what we want to kind of find out is what you're about because a lot of people are probably confused. Like, who is this person? So uh, the the visitors bureau. The, the, what what is the visitors bureau? Well, I'm so glad you asked because the visitors bureau. We are um, the extended marketing arm for all of our hotel and venue attraction partners. Yeah. So we pretty much work to bring events to the greater Akron and Summit County area. We do this by, um, we do this by providing like complimentary planning services, mm-hmm. um, in particular to events like Comic-Cons and esports events and game related because those are my niche markets that I work with. So um, that's why I was at the Comic-Con this year, excited to exhibit there, met a lot of great people, and just hoping to make connections, and I came across you guys. Actually, Berlaine stopped me. Absolutely, like, I did. What is Akron doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm here. All right, so what exactly is your position in the Bureau? Like, what, what are, they sent you to Wizard World in Columbus, um, and what was your main mission? I know you were promoting an event that we're going to get to a little later, but what is your main mission when you go to events like this? My main mission is to raise awareness as to what's going on in our community. So I was at Comic-Con uh, in Columbus at WizardCon, and so my job is to be all things African, right? So I'm exhibiting, and I'm talking with um, – passerbys about the community, about the gaming community in particular, and just trying to make those connections to find out if there's room for collaboration. So I primarily work with organizations and members of organizations to connect them with the most appropriate parties that they need connected to. So whether that be um, whether that be someone who needs to be connected with sponsorship opportunities, or that needs someone who needs to be connected to um, maybe a tournament organizer or someone in the gaming community that they could kind of bring their resources to the table and kind of collaborate to ultimately host an event in Akron. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're kind of, 
you're kind of like persuading them to give Akron a try. You know, hey, you know, you, we know you do these events. Why not come over here and try them in Akron? Absolutely. Now, now, how is the response towards just gaming in general right now? I mean, I'm sure you're not yeah. just blindly going yeah. into this hoping there's a million people. But there's got to be enough people right now where, you know, you're passionate enough to be doing this. What What is it that, what, what's the response that people have had towards this? Like, do people really, really want and need this? Well, I can say since I started digging up esports in Akron since um, May of 2016, I've discovered that there's a lot of people in their basement. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm digging them up. I'm digging them out. And um, what I've learned overall is that people want events here and people want to host events, but it's a little disenfranchised in Ohio in particular. Um, we're positioned, I think, uniquely in the Midwest, but it's like everybody is doing their own thing and no one's really working together. Um, I see more collaboration at a collegiate level than anything, um, but that kind of passes over Akron because uh, like the University of Akron don't have a collegiate esports team. However, you know, Miami University or um, Kent State University, they might. So it kind of passes by, but I do see a need there and I see a desire there for the gamers that I have met and for the tournament organizers that I have um, crossed paths with. It's just a matter of bringing all of those heads to the table, those those serious parties that want to build something great. It really is going to take a community effort. And that's why I'm spending so much time, um, you know, going to exhibiting at different events like Wizard World and, you know, researching the market and getting out there to meet new people. Okay. I mean, like you said, it does take a community, especially when it comes to uh, something like of video games, because always, at least in my experience, I know Verlaine is, I could probably speak for him. Uh, I, I mean, he's there, he's here, he can speak for himself, but um, like, yeah, um, there, there is, it's, it's always kind of an uphill battle when it comes to gamers. People kind of look at that, like, you know, you play, you play video games for three hours, but yet they don't look at the people that binge watch uh, Netflix for three hours and they, and they think that we're the problem. And I was like, well, at least we're using our brains. I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's our way around it. But uh, you mentioned esports. you've mentioned, you've done uh, some stuff with, uh, with other gamers and you've talked to other gamers. Uh, what, what type of games uh, ha have you uh, experienced? Uh, like what, what esports? Um, well, me personally, I haven't particularly participated in the playing aspect. Well, no, no, no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> as oh, far I'm as sorry. the event goes. Yeah, yeah. What, what did you mean? I'm like, sorry. like I'm as not... far as the event goes, like what game was it? Because you, you were in L.A., right? You were an esports conference, oh. right? Yep, that's right. So um, I attended the esports conference in Los Angeles uh, last year, last September. And there, I mean, I met a wide range of individuals from like every country you can think of from Dubai to Poland, Sweden, you know, they were from all over. Okay. Um, I had the opportunity to tour the NGE studios and I kind of um, got the opportunity. That's where I kind of started taking a liking to rocket Lake, Right. Oh so, yeah. Um, great. Great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was, it was like oversized, playstations or like playing stations not a playstation i got you yeah, we got <laughs> inside of the um inside of the building and um i got an opportunity to see how things work on the back end with broadcasting and from there um i realized like they really take care of their uh, of their employees and they they have like this wellness aspect to gaming because they know that you know it's it's a it's a sport, right? So it is a sport. It's not just, oh, you're playing video games for three hours, like you said, and getting nothing out of it. There's a lot of hand-eye coordination that goes into Absolutely. it. There's a lot of thought and comp and um, story planning, storylining that goes into it. A lot of creative directives that go into it. And I just kind of fell in love with it um, just from that aspect and the passion that people showed when they were playing and how it brings people together. So it's, I think that's something that a community needs. Yes, I agree. I mean, esports is is just like this close to being up there with major league sports. Like it's it's 
almost there. It's almost over this stigma that gaming just is almost shaken off. And I think it's a generational thing. Um, ah. Once that's gone, I mean, come on, esports right now, look at League of Legends. That's multi-billion dollar no. company. That that company and League of Legends is making more than most of the major league franchises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, I mean, to take, not- well, t- take a look at, uh, sorry to interrupt you, t- take a look at the uh, at Overwatch I mean, the, the the last person in Overwatch was was almost two million dollars. That's yeah. a, that's a lot of money just to play a video games. Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean that's that's exactly so. Yeah. How about this? Say I am looking to host a big tournament um, or a small tournament, and I'm shopping around for places. Um, I kind of want to get out of, get out of the traditional like rental from wherever I'm at a bar what is the benefit for me actually you know kind of joining this initiative um I'm, and i'm not talking monetary but this is what people are going to ask because you, unfortunately akron is kind of in the middle of this pentagram of other major cities and you get overshadowed all the time and cities tend to pull akron's greatness to them what are you and and how can we get people to go back and say, dude, let's do this in Akron? Well, I can say one of the major benefits um, that I would see in bringing in an esports event to Akron or persuading them to come to Akron is the affordability. A lot of times you'll see um, there'll be esports live tournaments and competitions that are ha- that are hosted in major cities like Los Angeles and um, Las Vegas. And it's super expensive for a spectator, you know, and a lot of times the spectators are under the age of 21. And yeah, and a lot of times also to get into those events, you have to be 21, right? So, because they're usually, they've been held in like casinos and different things like that, where you have to be that of a certain age. But for Akron, it's right. It's positioned, I think, perfectly in Northeast Ohio, about what 30 minutes from Cleveland, 35 minutes from Cleveland, two hours at least from any one direction to any major city. And um, what I'm doing is I'm providing the streamlined approach. So I'm streamlining. If someone were looking for a venue or looking for a new location to host an event, I I have already surveyed about 46 venues, and I've gotten about 23 responses. So that right there tells me that, hey, our community wants it. We just need the opportunity. We need that chance to show you what we have to offer. Um, So they're willing to work, and some of them have already increased their internet capacities. They've already looking at, you know, trajectory down the road, what this might look like in Summit County. And the benefit, you know, to Summit County is, um, you know, the economic drivers. You know, people are going to eat. People are going to shop. People are going to stay. And that's going to be spillover or could potentially be spillover into Cleveland, into surrounding cities, Kent, you know, yeah. different areas around. So I think everyone can win. Yeah, I'm actually from the the like the Kent area, uh, Kent, Akron. I've spent a lot of time in Akron. That's, I mean, I, I actually live in Summit County. Uh, so, so really anything like this for, for me is like, well, this is cool. This is something that uh, I can call kind of my home. Right. I mean, this is, <laughs> I don't know. I could, I, I mean, it is my home. What's that? That's what we want you to do because mm-hmm. it's going to take more than just me saying, Hey, I'm going to do this groundwork for you. Um, but it, it's really going to take me and like a host of other people to come together. And I think another thing too is showing the educational aspects, because if you know anything about Akron, we have been, you know, education driven and community driven from that standpoint and the success with, you know, with everything our nonprofits are doing in the community. So I think that if we can shine the light on um, the those those areas of crossover, I think that it could be great. I, I, I agree. I, I mean, uh, you know, you, you always think about Akron, even if you're not even from the area and you don't really know anything about the actual area, but you have heard of the Akron because the, uh, there's a football team. Obviously, people heard of that. Uh, but there's also, you know, what, what is what, what, what I, I really what I'm trying to say is I want to be up there with like rubber and black keys is really where I'm at. Like I, I need to be 
right there with esports in Akron. I, I I want this to be a hub. I want this to be uh, kind of a special place for people in this area to flock to. Uh, I, I just think the area can do it. I, I really do. I I I think I think there's um I think there's the passion in the area. I know I I know I definitely know a lot of gamers uh, in the Akron area. So it's uh, uh, this is exciting. I, I I'm yeah. <laughs> And and I would imagine would would it be open to like be able to kind of combine different areas? Uh, what's the word like uh, uh, like form some kind of like pat or alliance or something? I don't know what I'm with like like uh, well Youngstown I guess is kind of a big one. Um, even so even Cleveland. Yeah, no, I'm so glad that you said that because one of my goals since the beginning is to form. You know how we have we have it. Um, a sports alliance of greater Akron, right? And it's, yeah. and it's head by our, our sports alliance strategist, Brittany Whitman. And so my goal is to have an esports alliance of greater Akron that will connect um, Cleveland, yes. Youngstown, you know, Columbus, Cincinnati, because I've already made some connections in those realms, but I'm, but I'm like the dot that, that needs to connect everyone else. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm the dot. And so I'm connecting off of that one dot. Right. So I need to continue to make, to, to bring those people to the table who are interested in the same vision that you and I are talking about. Absolutely. Well, I, 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 I feel good. Really. You got anything else you want to ask her? Um, well, I mean, I, yeah. it sounds to me that someone just needs to really pull the trigger on this. Yes. Thing. Like need one. It's going to take one, Wow. One domino. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Then you can, I think, because you're talking about video games, as I said before, there is a stigma no matter what. I mean, we cater to gamers. We feel comfortable. But even going outside, like, there's still like, oh, that guy plays games. About it. It's yeah. like, I don't know. And with everyone feeling like that, I'm sure that people are afraid to pull the trigger. You know, people are afraid because you can't gauge introverts, really. Hmm. Um, I think it's awesome. I think every city needs people like you, people that are, are just trying to. I see it as you're saving the gamers, even the guys like we, we've interviewed guys who, who are into this tournament stuff and they're small guys. I guess they would be considered indie. Um, sure. But. You're, you're helping them get out of getting ripped off when they go to a bar and these bars are charging them hundreds of dollars for nothing. You know, you, you, you have to rent like a, an apartment sized room at a hotel for $1,500. Like, and, and then it's, I think it's just great. It's good. <laughs> it's great. It but there's, there's, there's one thing I did want to talk to because the, the whole reason the thing that attracted me to your your booth was an event that you have going on in Akron next month. Um, I seriously want to go. Um, it's the Video Games Live event. Absolutely. So Video Games Live is definitely coming to Akron. It is an international uh, symphony orchestra, and they play the theme music to all of your favorite video games. I love that. So, yeah, so from... Sonic the Hedgehog back in the day to Zelda World uh, I'm sorry World of Worldcraft <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a tongue twister for me I'm sorry World at War is that what you're trying to say World at War yeah. World of Warcraft yeah. Oh World of Warcraft okay just say wow I think you're you're safe if you just wow. say that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the Pirate Hero anything you can think of it's gonna be like a two to three hour concert. Um, we actually gave away some free tickets and an overnight stay while in Columbus. So kudos to those who won. Um, and I'm super excited. You know, I worked with our local Akron Symphony um, Orchestra. They're going to be playing at the event as well uh, with Tommy Calrico right on stage. There's going to be tons of giveaways. Oh, cool. Prizes. It's going to be super interactive. I'm excited. I'll be there. And um, we'll have some vendors there as well. Um, so if anyone is interested in either attending or, um, even being a vendor, I'm sure they're still looking for some out there. You want to kind of get your name out there. Definitely, um, email me, let me know. Um, my email is L O'Neill at visit summitorg 
Yeah, uh, I looked up some stuff from this video games live, like you know other cities, and it is awesome. It's, <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. It's completely awesome, and there are uh, they they do they cater to like all gamers. So there are some tunes like the World of Warcraft stuff. I have no idea, but <laughs> dude, just listening to like Castlevania and like Zelda and Mega Man in like orchestra, it's amazing. Yeah. Even Mario, they, they could do Mario World in an orchestra, and it just sounds phenomenal. Yes. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna be there. Dave probably won't. Link, <laughs> I'm gonna try. Yeah, Link well, Dave, we gotta get you there. You're right in the back. You're right in. The, you're right in our backyard. I know. Yeah, you're right. She's right. Uh, right. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so I mean, if, if nothing else, what, what I really want to see, and I'm so glad to be on talking with you guys, I really want to, I really want this to be a call to action. I want those who are interested to reach out to me and, you know, we'll, we'll set something up, you know, we'll set something up and we'll get some, some eyes and ears and some, some good people at the table and we'll talk about what we can do because it's not just about Akron. It, it's a, really about Northeast Ohio and Ohio period. Let's, I just want to put us on the map and whether you're a gamer spectator, I think there's something for everyone in this. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's great. Um, yeah. There just, just the amount of, I mean, man, like, like the, I was, I was got kind of like looking up videos of it, but um, there, there's uh, Legends of Zelda music. There, there's so much. Uh, oh my god, this looks cool. I, you know what? I guarantee <laughs> they're gonna play Overwatch. I was hoping. I was thinking that. You know the set. Yeah. You know this? Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> so I just want to hear this. I just want to hear that. It's just so triumphant, right? Like. Okay. Well, well um, I, I, I think, I think that kind of, that kind of brings us, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, if, if we miss something? Um, no, I think you guys, uh, just about covered it. You know, like I said, it, it's going to take more than just me, but I am the dot that's going to connect you with whoever you need to be connected to. And, you know, really when it comes to, um, events and hosting events, I really help people leverage their events in the city. I am like the liaison for your events, hotels, venues, attractions, all things Akron, and I'm ready to go. You want to give that uh, email email out one more time? Sure. Um, L as in Lima, O'Neill, O-N-E-A-L, at visitakron, A-K-R-O-N, dash summit.org. And um, we're also at visitakron, dash summit.org. Okay. Please go check that out. This is awesome. Thank you, uh, Leslie, for your time. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you guys so much for having me, and I hope you guys have a great rest of the show. And we, I will chat with you soon. We will. We will. Thank you, Leslie. Uh, that was that was that was great. That was awesome. I didn't know where we were going with that. Like I, I kind of, you know, we, you, you know, you, you were trying to help me out, and like, okay, how, how am I, you know, what what questions should I ask? Um, she definitely made it easy. That that was awesome, and I'm glad I know. I'm glad I know about this. This is something we need to get a part of. Even we, more. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to think we have our own contacts, yeah. and all our contacts are just as local as they are. Yes. Today we start building the empire. Yes. Tomorrow it crumbles. No, just kidding. All right, so, all right, let's uh, let, let's get let's get back to the regular show that we normally do. I'm so glad that Leslie had the time for us. Uh, that, that she was on, so that was very cool. Uh, okay, so let's let's uh, what, what we've been playing this week. How about we just go to it right now? Um, okay. Uh, I'll uh, l- l- I will say mine real quick uh, because okay. there is a game that you and I were both playing uh, that we had, that I definitely need to get into. Uh, but I have uh, I went back. I did. I did. I know people are like, why? Why did you go back? But there was an update, and I wanted to play it. Uh, no Man's Sky had an update. I know. Don't look Whoa. at me like that. Well, not just you. That the people listening. I know they're they're like, uh, but like, <laughs> uh, I had to give it a go because I wanted to see like what was the difference. Uh, I I'll, I will admit uh, there isn't much of a difference. <laughs> um, the only thing that is the biggest thing is that there is a storyline. Uh, at least that's what I've played. I haven't played any multiplayer yet. So I haven't gotten that far. 
Um, but there is a storyline. Uh, I'm I'm trying to play through it uh, as best I can. Uh, it's very confusing. The storyline. Uh, I don't know really know where I'm supposed to go. Uh, How do you storyline <laughs> a randomly generated world? It's yeah. It, it's it's like I mean I would imagine they set up the same like buildings and stuff on each planet, and you just you know the story unfolds. Whatever. Um, the I didn't okay the the problem with the storyline is that I can't understand a lot of what the alien is saying because I'm still yet to unlock the the entire uh language. That's right. That's kind of weird. It's really weird. Uh and and it's very disappointing because that's kind of what I'm running into. I'm like okay, this game uh it's let me tell you and I and I will stand by this. That that game is beautiful it's gorgeous like it just looks so good like it they whatever they did to make the game look the way it does they did a great job like it just looks so good um as far as the actual gameplay goes i mean the just to upgrade my ship is gonna i think it's gonna take me 25 years to do it earth years or (laughs) the the game years earth years Well, then start now. Yeah, I got to start now, right? But uh, it, it, it just seems like, I don't know. I, I feel like this game is like, man, like what an idea to have this game. A free, uh, ser- you know, you search, you do whatever. It, but like there's really no goals. I'm trying to figure out what my goal is. My goal right now is to like upgrade my ship, I guess. But it's not really something I have to do. I think that's where I'm kind of running into. Um and then I don't know, and, and and that's really kind of what I'm I'm getting at uh, as far as that game. Uh, it, it it's it's still fun. Like I said, it, it's it's definitely one of the most relaxing games I have ever played. Uh, I know Brucey B would be probably be on the other side of that. He he'd be like, I'm done playing that. I'm never gonna play it again. Blah blah. blah. And that's fine. You, you you can do that. But uh, if you have the game, I would at least try it. Take it back out. Give it a go. See if it's something that you're into. Uh, because uh, you know you bought the game, so you know. Or- <laughs> so um well I, how about this uh, we'll talk about the game that that i that you know what i mean so why don't you talk about what you've been playing other than that game? <laughs> oh just overwatch mm-hmm. having crap oh, luck oh overwatch you're playing overwatch that's weird um yeah i i don't i don't know what it is like i don't i'm so i'm so fucking mad at overwatch because it's just i'm i'm just matched up it's the matchmaking i'm just matched up with crap and look i I understand and i've thought about it like honestly like maybe i'm getting matched up with sucky people because i suck maybe you do suck dude it could be the case but (laughs) even if my skill is bad i'm smart enough to know things like probably need a healer and a tank especially when you're defense sure you know probably don't want to start out as one character as like Roadhog and then switch to Hanzo like stuff like that it's the simple things that and that's why it's maddening because it's not even like you know I spectate when I'm dead and it's just frustrating me yeah um somebody accused me of being um a match thrower like throwing a match what (laughs) when I ever do I will bitch and complain until the last second before I would ever just throw a match, I would I would rage quit out of the match instead of wasting my time throwing it. Um, but uh, I'm still gonna play. I'm gonna play tonight. <laughs> all right, all right, that's good. But that's the other game good. was the game that you want to talk yes, about. Yes, so uh, this game was uh, pretty much. I, I I guess Link was the one that kind of found it. Uh, he he he's. He's really good at kind of looking, digging through all the indie games and stuff to see like what's what's good. Maybe that uh, uncovered thing that we haven't seen yet, you know. Uh, and I think he kind of found a good one. Uh, th- th- this this is one where I was just like, I I need to buy this game. Uh, it was for sale for like three seventy five or something like that. It like originally fifteen. So I was like, well, that's totally worth it. Uh, it's Tembo. It's called Tembo, the badass elephant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we were uh, I I. I I got the chance to play it, and let me tell you, dude, I have a lot of fun with this game. Uh, it's a it's a side scrolling game. Uh, it and and you are an elephant, 
Okay, and you're badass. There's really no the the the, the title of the game is very uh, true to what the game is. Uh, you you are this this ramming, running, destroying, destruction, saving good people but killing bad people. Elephant. I mean, it. I I've never felt more free in a game up like you know just running through a game like this uh next to sonic i would say would probably be the closest one i could say how fun this game is what what do you think i like this running better than sonic um because with sonic the enemies it was just there was the tracks were too elaborate where eventually it slowed you down or an Mm. enemy like it was just they didn't get that speed plus enemy thing right so you can be like hauling ass like you're supposed to with sonic and then you always hit an enemy. So then you're kind of forced to pace yourself. Hmm. Like with this game, if you if you see an enemy and you hit them, they're going to die. They're not, you know what I'm like? It should yeah. be if you're just charging. Like you're an Sonic's, elephant. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you're an elephant. I like the game. I think it's fun. Very fun. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like one of those runners where y- it has the speed run running side gimmick if you want to do that you can memorize where things are it kind of forces you at times to do that sure um i love when you save people and they're just on your back and they being... ride you it's so funny <laughs> yeah um yeah it's simple but it's a great idea like i think it's very cool the bosses yeah. are cool yep. it's very retro kind of boss yes fight. that's a good word actually yeah because that's kind of what i felt i was like this is very retro and it's very like I, I, I guess we're just not used to these games anymore. And and yeah. I'm glad it's there. The controls are good. Um, the artwork is good. Yeah. Because um, sometimes, I don't know, it, it became popular to have that kind of flash animation in not only games, but cartoons. Yeah. Like, it, it's, you know, like the 2D, but it's computer. So it's kind of 30 frame per second or 60, but two to it's all, it's all weird. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And some games don't pull it off, especially indie games. And this game pulls it off. Totally. Like, graphics are, are, are good. They're very good. And mm-hmm. you still get the retro feel without them having to go all gay and make it all so like it slows, it slows like down. Yeah, doesn't do that. No. It's cool. I like it. Yeah, a lot of fun. Go check it out. It's called Tembo the Badass Elephant. Uh, yeah, and it's available on the on Xbox. I don't know if it's... Is, is it available on, on PlayStation? I really don't even know. I didn't even think about checking it. Hmm. It might be, though. I blocked PlayStation. You blocked play, PlayStation? What do you mean you blocked PlayStation? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I didn't block. I blocked PlayStation. Um, yeah, uh, it is on PlayStation Four. Okay, it is, and and PC. So there you go. It's available everywhere, everywhere. Games are sold or something like that. Not a drop to drink. Uh, not a and not a drop to drink. Um, All right, hey, yeah. let me can I talk about something. I, I mean, that's kind of what the show's for. So let's do it. <laughs> mm, finally, getting something right. Yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> So we have um a an official Game Fix blogger named James. Yeah. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, and I mean, he's going to keep doing it. He puts up posts of Dragon Ball. And I I think it's great because he is doing this. And deep inside, I'm always like, oh, fucking Dragon Ball. Because I've tried <laughs> Dragon Ball, and I think it's the worst. It's the worst. You hate Dragon Ball. So then he starts mentioning, and I did kind of like the, the Naruto kind of 360 Dragon Balls they used to have. Mm-hmm. They were okay. Um, got boring. And then he starts posting about Dragon Ball Z Fighter or Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Z, right. And then he starts saying, and uh, more more than just him are saying, you know, are actually comparing it to Marvel Capcom. And and it's like, what the? F-? So then I go and I watch this gameplay video and holy fuck, this game looks amazing. <laughs> oh, finally. Dude. Where have you been? Dude, this game... <laughs> It's almost like back when Marvel Capcom decided to go ugly with their graphics, yeah. change their engine and all the shit. Somebody was like, give us the old shit. And they made a game that just by looks, of course, I haven't played it, but sure. it's like the predecessor to Marvel versus Capcom 2. Three guys, the graphics look like, I mean, the way the game looks Besides the even the cutaways is an example of Street Fighter, but like besides that, like 
dude, they stole the show. This this is it. Marvel Capcom gone. I agree, dude. I agree. Yeah, I, I think I might get it. And I know nothing of the characters. I know zero and I will still play the shit out of this game. There's tons of games, fighting games I've played where I know nothing. Mm-hmm. But dude, fucking good shit keep posting about that because now i'm interested that yeah it looks good man it really does i i think i think he's uh he he's big in and uh in dragon ball although we we have a ongoing argument and he's gonna laugh if he's listening to this right um oh. yeah we have an ongoing argument about who would win in a fight maybe okay you know what let's 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 just do this right now why not okay um and i'm gonna ask you because this is actually a pretty good question for you because i know the other side of it, well, here we go. Um, who would win in a fight? Goku or Superman? See, I don't know enough about Goku, but I guess the trick answer would be it depends on the planet and the sun that the planet has, right? Sure. Well, I mean, Earth, it, would be in the, it would be in the same universe, so that's what you have to think about, too. Well, can we just say he's fighting on Earth? Okay. If the fight's on Earth with Superman logic, Superman will win because Superman can't die. Hmm. They killed Superman and he fought his way through heaven, right? And came back in our universe before they started drifting off. Yeah. And logic is, it doesn't matter. So I can only imagine that Goku would be the same way. Well, good. Great. Because you actually agree with James. So. I disagree with you. <laughs> what do you think? I think that Goku is smart enough to realize that all it takes is a little little stone to take him down. And he grabs the stone. And that's it. And we're good. Good to go. Okay, well then, what's Goku's weakness? Um, See, actually, and James does bring up a good uh, thing about Goku, uh, although I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see this happening, but eh, he's kind I see what he's saying, but I'm still kind of on the fence about it. Uh, but go, see Goku likes, uh, he likes to fight somebody at their strongest. That's, that's real pretty much his, his weakness. His weakness is because he wants to fight someone at their strongest. He'll wait until they're strong enough to fight him. But with Superman, I don't know. I, I, I don't think. Be, okay, so I don't think he would be strong enough to take down Superman, so I, I think that he would be smarter than that. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, but yeah. Well, Superman's not going to attack him. Fair. So, so say Superman's like just a little bit weaker than Goku, just a little bit. Yeah. By default, by the moment he sees Superman is like, I'll fight him at his strongest. Like from that moment nothing will really happen because Superman won't fight him and there's nothing that would make Superman stronger. Hmm. So by default, if Goku's already stronger, the fight will never happen. And if Goku's not strong... Well, yeah, that's the thing. Goku is always strong, though. That's the thing. Goku will only fight you if you're weaker than him. No. But stronger than your upper base. Kind of, more or less, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just that was random. I know that was totally random, and I wanted to see what you thought. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm sure I'll get a message about it tomorrow or something like that, saying uh, that I'm crazy. So you're so crazy. That's fine. That's fine. Um, let's get into something that uh, it's not quite VR. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Z. No, no, no. It's not Dragon Ball Z either. Um, it's not quite VR, uh, but it's actually something that kind of caught my eye, and I, I kind of introduced Verlaine about it today, uh, and he took a look at it, and, well, it's Star Wars related. Yes, uh, apparently there is a new Star Wars game out there, okay? Ooh, Star Wars. It's not Battlefront 2. It's not the one that you're thinking of. Uh, this one's called Star Wars Jedi Challenges. Okay, apparently uh, this is to get you ready to become a Jedi. <laughs> Which sounds awesome to me. Um, apparently, uh, it 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 works with uh with, with like a hood, you know, like a like a virtual reality hood, uh, and you put your smartphone and you yeah, that you have to kind of like download the app and all that. Uh, but it comes with um, some some hardware. 
from what I from what I can tell, obviously the hood that does that, uh, but also you get a um, a lightsaber. It doesn't really work. It works through the augmented reality of the smartphone. Uh, but I mean, I'm looking at this, and it looks like you could just pretty much sword fight with Kylo Ren at at, at a drop of the hat, which sounds awesome to me. <laughs> Um, is, yeah. is, is this something you're interested in? I know you're you're bigger on, on Star Wars than I am, but this to me just looks really awesome. Um, the the controller, which is the handle of the lightsaber, yeah, is almost like a modified move controller. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, yeah. Like the the blue tracker on it, mm -hmm. um, which means that it, the the helmet has got to be doing more than just putting your phone in there because your phone doesn't have tracking software. Correct. Or I don't believe a game would be able to be running virtual reality and have the camera running. The camera's not even capable of detecting stuff like that. Right. So your phone's probably plugging into some... Uh, dude, I don't even know. Like, how much is it? Uh, what, what they're looking at, you can uh, you could pre-order right now, so it's not quite out yet. Uh, you could pre-order for $199, but what, in, what it includes uh, is that... Um, the lightsaber controller, okay. Uh, it's oh Lenovo. That's that's the, the actual uh, company that makes the uh, the headgear. Uh, it's a it's called the Lenovo Mirage AR headset, um, and they're saying it's ergo erg ergonomically designed for maximum game immersion. So that's kind of cool. So which means that it'll be probably all around. You'll you'll be able. I'm sure there's something that helps you with that. Uh, also the uh, there's a there's a beacon. Uh, that you get that I think that you have to kind of put in front of you, like on the floor. And that's kind of what you see the virtual, the, the augmented reality through. Uh, so, and, and not only that, not, not only can you, you can fight lightsabers, but you can also play the, um, the, ho the hollow chess. Yeah. That's, that's, which is actually cool. You know, if you, if you're not familiar with that is, uh, you, you could watch most star Wars movies and they're actually like playing it on the ship. And it's just like a kind of a augmented reality, like like this little beings, and you're kind of playing chess, but it's on a round board, like a round playing board, right? Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, okay, that's what I'm looking at. I don't know. Chewie played it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so you could play that. I don't know how to play that. That would be kind of cool to learn. Uh, and also there is a like a strategic combat type thing, so you can uh, lead. The, your rebel forces against the empire in a large scale ground war, like in front of you with this thing on your head, like, dude, th to me that might be the coolest thing. <laughs> well, okay, so this sounds like we are about to get an announcement from uh, Microsoft about Hololens, because yeah, I think that that's what these guys like I'm using my magic powers and I'm getting the feeling that they were like, okay, this is almost ready. We're going to go ahead and put it out there before HoloLens. People probably forgot about it. Don't know what the hell I'm talking about, <laughs> but it's going to be uh, uh, their next pivotal part of the Xbox one X kind of like connect was, yep. this is what it is. So I'm not thinking of it like a standalone star Wars. This is an augmented reality console that is bundled with Star Wars. Um, I am all in uh, because... You got to get a new smartphone, get rid of that shitty uh, Microsoft phone, but yeah. <laughs> I think that they... That's the only thing... That's the only drawback. They need to make a stand... Like a headset without the... Without because the phone. Like, yeah. have virtual reality with the smartphone, but then there's this, the actual virtual reality headset. Well, keep in mind, it's not virtual reality. It's augmented reality. So well, you can still see in front of you. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying the it's going to be stronger when it's its own unit or when it's connected to like a HoloLens is going to be connected to Xbox One. Yeah, it'll limit where you go, um, maybe. But I, I think it's going to be awesome. I think it looks sweet. I at least give it a go. I want to at least try it. Uh, they're saying that it is compatible with iPhone 7 Plus, iPhone 7, iPhone 6S Plus, iPhone 6S. Uh, Samsung Galaxy S8, Samsung Galaxy X7 Edge, Samsung Galaxy S7, Google Pixel XL, and Google Pixel... Oh, yeah, and Google Pixel, and then Moto Z. So if you have any of those phones, you are, um, you are compatible. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm happy to say that I have the Galaxy S7, 
so I can actually play this. I'm pretty excited about it. So I can play nothing. You could play none of it because you have a Microsoft phone. Ah, <laughs> uh, you'll get a new one. Yeah. It, dude, it's time. I think it I think it's time, man. I, I'm not I'm not telling you what to do. I'm definitely not telling you how to spend your money, but uh, I just think it's time. I know, I'm gonna I just think it's time, brother. Um, real quick, yeah. Star Wars, episode eight, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, it is definitely been revealed that that means in specific luke skywalker mm-hmm. so the title the last jedi is referring to luke skywalker specifically he's the last jedi which makes sense because he's actually a jedi ray is not a jedi um leia don't think she had training which is why she's probably not a jedi hmm. a jedi just because she has the force no because you you have to earn that, right? You first feel so. like a yeah. Padawan. Yeah. And and all that. I don't know. And Bruce, all I that think, jazz. I think Brucey B would know a little more. <laughs> Brucey B, help Bruce. us. If you're so listening, help us out. Lobukinski. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, uh, I I think this is definitely something to take a look at. Uh, if if you haven't done so yet, I would suggest you at least go, go check it. Uh, this is, I think this might be big, man. I think, or at least, or at least it's something that could like, I don't know. It's there. I, I, I think with the, uh, with the partnership of star Wars, it really makes it, I mean, hell dude, you're going to have a augmented reality, but it will be a lightsaber and you are holding a lightsaber. It just looks sweet. I'll make the beam come out, which would be so awesome. Just to stand and look at that thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, it looks, I mean, it definitely looks like, um, like, a lightsaber it has a little light on the end of it like a blue light uh it, like you said yeah, before it kind of re- re- resembles like the move but it's not a ball it's like a right. it's like the shape of the actual uh, lightsaber uh but it it looks like there's a there's a trigger on it to turn it on and off so if that's true that's awesome <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't even play the game. I would just sit in my room or like sit in, th- in my living room and just go and just on and off. The first thing I'm going to do is turn it on and put it through my stomach and look behind me and see if it's through my chest. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, but it looks cool. It looks cool. Maybe uh, maybe Christmas. Maybe Verlaine will get this for Christmas for me. Maybe. <gasps> Probably not. There's <laughs> a good chance that that's not going to happen. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, uh, th- th- there's, there's some other stuff that we get into. Anything you want to add about that? I think we're good. We're good on that. Okay. Not about that. Okay, cool. Uh, more once they're getting it. Yeah. Once it flops or not is really going to be pivotal in, uh, I don't know, a next podcast or something, something shit. like that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. When, when is it available? I don't even know when it's when it actually comes out. Um, I don't know what you know what's out now. Have you ever like you thought ever? to yourself, hmm, I want to play Mario 64? Uh I like I mean I like Mario 64, sure. I don't like I don't like the Nintendo 64 because of the controller itself. Uh but I'd play it because I do like Mario. So what up? <laughs> now, if you ever want to be like, hey, I want to play Mario 64, but I want to play for Lane but he can't come over. Uh, I can online, right? Would on, that be cool? Online, online 64. What if you could, instead of me play with 19 other me's, then would you be down? Wow. Um, yeah. Do Duh. I think, yeah, you can do that. Um, so somebody went ahead and for some reason made, Mar- Super Mario 64 online. What? PC, I'm guessing? Um, yeah, right okay. now it's PC. Okay. Um, and it's like an emulation, same levels. But, you know, in Mario, there is always like a time limit and number of stars. So everything is almost like a race. Um, the coolest thing about this game is it's not just Mario in it. The, he... he he it could be a shia this these people put everyone in it and everyone has different abilities and the ones that have the ability like yoshi they even put his jump in so you know if you hold jump he does that running thing in the air oh yeah yeah 
princess, when you jump and hold it, she floats like in Mario 2. Like everybody has their own abilities. So you're pretty much having a foot race in Mario 64, seeing like who could level the fastest and, and all this stuff. And there's probably other modes coming to it. I'm guessing this is free. Oh, absolutely. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Good. Amazing, like Nintendo hasn't done anything i mean they could i mean it's kind of it's just the idea is weird like why that game yeah okay all the games could have made on the 64 multiplayer like that game just weird Hmm. but you want just search for it super mario online super mario 64 online and you'll find where to get it where to download it find people that play it have yourself a very good time a merry little christmas I thought that's what you were going to say. Gonna... <laughs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas. So, um, all right, something real quick uh, that um, actually popped up today. So it was an article that was written today. That I, it, it, let me at least read the uh, the headline, and you can kind of make an assumption of what it is. Uh, artificial intelligence uses less than two minutes of video game footage to recreate game engine. So apparently at uh, Georgia Institute of Technology, uh, researchers have developed uh, a new approach uh, using the artificial intelligence to learn a complete game engine, apparently. So what they used was uh, the first Mega Man in the Bomberman stage. Uh, And they used two minutes of it, and they actually had the computer um, pretty much mimic what it saw and totally recreate everything without writing any of the um um like any of the any of the uh like computer lines or anything like they pretty much duplicated it without like going in there and like you know writing out all this all these lines um this this is interesting i it's obviously uh the only thing they've they've been able to do and it's the it's only uh accurate as far as like the physics of like a 2d platform style game so like mega man uh they did the first mario too um no super mario brothers rather not yeah anyway well, um is is this kind of cool i think it's kind of neat I, th- I think this is kind of a cool experiment i don't think they could just knowing like i don't think they could get it any better that you couldn't play a 3d game like one of mm. our like any game and do this you you can't because when it comes to two dimensions especially like the 8-bit games and super nintendo they were all pretty much written the same way and very easy to just port over to other systems yeah um look i'm making it sound easier than it probably really is but i'm thinking (laughs) copy and paste probably fucking close um either way so with that being said like you could do that take any you know two-dimensional game and what the computer is doing i don't think they're really well i guess they're kind of creating an engine but i don't even think games back then were like engine driven you know what i'm saying it was more animation and just pixel art so the game it's just the computer is seeing something scanning it and just they're saying reenact this any way you can there's no other way to in eight bits show a brick other than what it sees, you know, by just filling in the artwork. There's no other way to animate it than doing whatever a two dimensional game does. Yeah, which that's true. Might might be why most people start out with two dimensional games. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm sure no, no, that makes sense. Totally. Engines, but when it comes to games that simple, it was more based on the programming and triggering of animations than the relying of physics and event triggering. Yeah, that's fair. Like it, it, not, not only that, but it even, uh, it even read that, that, you know, if you, if you hit the button harder, you know, or longer, he jumps higher. So it even, like it even read that too. So that's to me, that's kind of interesting. It feels, so, I feel like that's something that's very minute, but it, it, it kind of like it, it knew that there was like a different type of jump. There were different yeah. heights. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the jump. I just thought it was neat. No, that that is neat. Um I, I think it, it could be the start of something, but I don't know what. And it's yeah. almost like that is cool. I'd love to see it and try it and play with it, but why? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, to me the only thing that I could think of is something that would be like a big thing. 
uh, it would be like uh, like a Mario creator type deal, but like with a different game, like a totally you could just come up with a totally different uh, creator. Um, but because you've scanned uh, just a bunch of you know you know minutes of of just gameplay that you can use all the, I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe that would be um, that be something. Oh oh, and by the way, Brucey B did say that Jedi's are trained. Okay, all right, uh, which means she is not one. Nice. She um, might have the, so the some abilities, but she's not a Jedi. So when the game when this AI makes the game from watching the video, can you play the game or is it just animation? Uh, as as far as I know, you can play the game. Interesting, right? Yeah, it's an easy way to make homebrews for sure. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. Shit. The it, you know obviously and then they also said like you know obviously the single video won't produce like the perfect clone of the game. Uh, you would have to, you know, kind of set it out and do, play a couple of times through for it really to kind of like get to it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. This this is actually uh, to me very interesting. I'd like to know more about it. Yeah, I would. I would. But. Um, you know what? Uh, let, let, let's get to it right now. Um, our very own Brucey B. Yes, he's he's in the chat room, but uh, he did record us a um, a review, and I want to get to it. Uh, it uh, you like that? Did you hear what I, you hear what I just did right there? Uh, you <laughs> son I, of a bitch! I want to get to it. Uh, yes, he did see the movie It. Uh, it's not our usual video game or superhero uh, review, but uh, he was a fan. Uh, so uh, let's do it. Do it now. Yeah, let's do it now. Uh, Brucey B, take it away. Greetings, Spanish in Valais, and it's me, Brucey B. Guess where I am at today? I'm in Georgia visiting my parents, and guess who visited us? Hurricane Irma. Oh, God. Hello. Like, oh, my God. I saw it, and it was awesome. Okay, first of all, Stephen King's from Maine. Fallout 4 expansion, Far Harbor is from Maine. Coincidence? I think not. I know you're gonna say it. Come on, say it. Bahaba. 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 Same thing. Okay, I wanted this movie to come out for the last three years because that's how long we've been working on it. This movie was awesome. First of all, if you don't like clowns, see this movie. It will scare the hell out of you. And if you like clowns, go see it. It will scare the hell out of you again. Love this movie. This movie had the right amount of creep and gore in it. Loved it. Okay, let's talk about Pennywise. The guy that plays him is called Bill Skarsgård. I think that's how you pronounce it. I think he's right. Scary. Scary as hell. Love this guy. Creepy and funny. When you see Pennywise for the first time in the sewer and you see these these glow-in-the-dark yellow eyes. And he's like, hey, Georgie, you'll flow too. Creepy, creepy as hell, man, okay? You know it's creepy because my date, my mother, had her hands over her face. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe they just did that. I'm like, Mom, it's Stephen King. Do you think it's gonna be a happy clown? She's like, well, I guess you're right. Instead of being set in the 50s, like the, the book in the movie was, this is, based in the 80s. First of all, the kid's wearing an Anthrax t-shirt. The kid has really good taste in music. Okay, Tim <laughs> Curry did a good job, but this guy does a better job. It's like a black and white clown can't compare to high definition 4K scary as hell clown. I'd go with a 4K scary clown any day of the week. Okay, but if you have read the book or saw the movie or know anything about Stephen King and it, Easter eggs through the whole freaking movie. If you look for them, you'll be like, oh my God, that's that. Okay, Berlin in Spanish, I usually say peace, love ya, goodbye, or whatever. But tonight, I'm gonna say goodbye in a different way. Berlin in Spanish, you'll flow too. You'll flow too. You'll flow too. Okay, God bless, bye. Thank you, Bruce V. Um, I, I, this movie has gotten great reviews, man. I I'm not the biggest um, scary movie goer. I guess was a good either. Yeah, uh, really scary. Yeah, scary. but I I'm hearing this movie is quality, and it like he said, it will scare your socks off. See, I don't remember the series too much. Just that I wasn't into it. Mm. Um, I was kind of young when it came out, and I'm definitely not afraid of clowns. And that's all I've seen in the preview, so I just can't. Ah, 
it's like that when we talked about spider-man appearing in a horror movie it just can't like that's how i feel about clowns like i just don't and i know that it's not just that's just one kid's fear right yeah and that's why fears that way but i don't know i'll see it stephen king i think this is the same as disney where it's like old stephen king we we watched it because we read the books but reading is not anymore and we have better technology so we can reboot his stuff and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be even better than it would ever be yep. because a lot of his stories didn't translate well into the cheesy effects that we, that we had at the time. Yeah. That's a good point. This movie, when it came out, wasn't good enough for theaters. It was a made for TV movie. Look, nobody makes a movie for TV back then. You know, if it's made for TV movie, it's because nobody wanted to put it in theaters. It didn't have enough money coming in. I hope they remake a lot of his stuff. Maximum Overdrive, Cycle of the Werewolf, The Langoliers. Remember that? Oh, yeah, totally. Dude, with what's going on now, I'm I'm game. Except for like the the serious ones, they don't need to redo. Those were good. Uh, What's my call it? Was the animal the animal cemetery? Was that one? <laughs> cemetery was sweet. I yeah. liked Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. That's what it was. See, I see. I wasn't really into it, but I do know of them. You know, Cujo. Yeah. See, yeah, that's a series. I mean, that's a dude whose movies need to be rebooted. Yeah, Cujo that can be scary as fuck. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they'd ever reboot that because it's like hurting a dog, and people would be mad about it. Yes. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, that, I think that, that, that about does it. Is there uh, anything you want to add? Relaine? Um, hmm. I just want to go play some overwatch and lose. Again. <laughs> just keep losing. I'll just play some overwatch and keep losing. Oh, uh, thanks to, uh, Leslie from the Acronym yes, summit. Absolutely. Um, and video games live guys, check out our website, gamefix.ning.com. Um, we've got it in the event section. Uh, just click on there. We've also got a little, um, it's not really an ad, but a little icon there. You can click on there, go to the website. You could check out more. You could buy tickets. I am going to be there. Um, it's going to be sweet. And if we keep attending stuff like this, more stuff will be here. I think so. I think you're right. We just, we, we got to start it. Yes. Um, maybe I'll have to give away. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Maybe we, maybe we talk to Leslie, see what we do with that. Yeah. Stop um, cussing. Damn it. Just stop cussing. Yeah. Uh, no, we won't, we won't talk and do that. All right. So, uh, but just so you, as far as uh, what's going on, what's coming up, if you are in the Madison area, uh, September 22nd through the 24th, uh, that is the next event for Wizard World Comic Con. Uh, if you are going to buy tickets, uh, don't pay full price. That would be stupid. Uh, so go ahead and use our code at checkout. The code is one word game fix show. Pretty easy. So that and that'll give you 10% off your admission to Wizard World. So pretty, Very pretty easy. Yes, pretty, pretty cool. Um I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. It's it's kind of a somber note. I know uh I it, it is it is 9-11. I can't go through a whole show without even saying it. Uh 16 years ago, I know where I was. Verlaine, I'm sure you know where you were. Um what's that? I said, "Oh man, do I?" Yeah. See, like everyone kind of has their own story with that. Uh, we we won't we won't bore you with those stories, but uh, obviously, you know that is something that is uh, uh, big in our past. I was was I a senior in high school? Yeah, I was a senior in high school. So uh, yeah, I know where I, I definitely know. I was in wait where I was in American history class. That's I, coincidentally. I woke up, <laughs> I woke up to it. Oh, wow. Yeah. 9-11, you woke me up. <laughs> I would imagine it did. Uh, but uh, but so we don't end it on a, a somber note. Um, actually, 40 years ago this day, September 11th, 1977, uh, is when the Atari 2600 was released. So I don't want, like I said, I didn't want to end you on a bad note. That is kind of a fun note. So happy, happy, happy 40 years, Atari. Now we want to play your handheld because that looks awesome. Yes. Really awesome. 
you should look more information about that. Trust me, there is a handheld Atari coming out. Uh, we talked about it actually last show, so go and uh, download that if you haven't. Uh, but either way, uh, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, please sh- uh, follow us on our social media at Game Fix Show. Uh, you can find everything there that you want and you would ever need. It's everything you ever need. Um, <laughs> no. uh, anything else? No. No? Okay. Well, Brucey B's got something. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Peace. See ya. I love you. Turd Nuggets. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.